Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how Christians can minister to healthcare workers during this global pandemic. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and clearly we're out of the studio today. Our local hospital, Hancock Regional, has graciously reserved three spots in their visitors' parking lot for members of the community uh, who want to come and pray for their patients and staff and neighbors. And I love this idea. I've had a few opportunities to take advantage of it. Uh, I will again today. Right now we're pretty empty, so we're going to, to film for a few minutes. But they have a, a sign-up sheet online for every hour of the day in hopes that there will always be someone here petitioning God for a resolution to this crisis. And I know we can pray anywhere and anytime, and I don't need to be in this spot to pray for the people in this building. But how great is it that our hospital recognizes the value of prayer and spiritual health right now, alongside the incredible work that they're doing inside for our physical health. And now we have this opportunity to minister to the staff and patients with the most powerful tool we have, and that is directly petitioning the throne of the Almighty God. So how do we do that? How can we minister to these healthcare professionals who have been thrust into the spotlight? You know, they've always played crucial roles in our community, but this emergency has made us much more aware of their role, how uh, interconnected it is with the supply chain and all the the staff that supports the frontline nurses and doctors, how you know grocery store workers and delivery drivers they're connected with this too, and also the unique challenges they face in times like this one. you know there's never been anything like this in our lifetime or at least in, in my lifetime. Hospitals are full of sick and scared and anxious people. And the hospitals that aren't full are in this anxious holding pattern, waiting for a, a potential way. Doctors and nurses, uh, other staff are scared about the models they're getting. And besides the danger to themselves, they have kids and spouses and uh, parents at home. Some of them are, are having to sleep in hotels uh, and RVs out on the driveway or the sidewalk to try to protect their families. They're working long, hard hours. And even when they do get home, the first thing they want to do is run up and, and hug their families. They can't because at the bare minimum, they know they need to change and take off their shoes and wash their hands uh, and take all of these other steps to make sure that they aren't bringing anything home with them. Uh, and now with a stay-at-home order, a lot of us have been stewing at home the past couple of weeks. When things get this bad, we all want to find ways that we can help, ways that we can serve each other. And for a lot of us, you know, being told to sit on the couch, that seems like the opposite of what we should be doing. We should be out helping people. We should be out serving. And, and we're, we know that we can save lives by staying home. But we want to keep serving and ministering to the people who are hurting right now. We know we need to do that. So what can we do to help people safely? You know, actually, there may be more right now that we can do to serve our communities than even there was two months ago when we could go out 
freely and be around others. And I think this all starts just by listening. You know, open yourself up to just listen to someone. Let them share what they're feeling. Uh, I feel like as much as we are hearing from healthcare workers right now online, on the news, it's almost always self-serving. You know, we're trying to get information out of them. And there's a place for that. And I'm glad so many uh, people are stepping up to give us practical advice from a, a friendlier face than maybe some of the politicians. And let's listen to that advice when they give it. But that's not ministering to them. That's them ministering to us. You know, open yourself up to minister to them, to listen to whatever they want to talk about, whatever they need to unload, maybe. That's not the time to try to understand global politics. It's certainly not the time to doubt what they're saying or question the, the things they say or uh, question them about things that, that are completely out of their control. Just let them tell you how they feel. Empathize with them, just like Jesus did uh, with the sick and the, the hurting that came to him. It, it, it was a, a, a sincere empathy that he showed. It, it was critical. He pushed them but it, it was empathetic. And as much as healthcare professionals are fighting to keep themselves and others physically healthy, they're also battling spiritual and emotional sickness right now. So maybe there's a member in your congregation who's a nurse or a doctor or, or someone else working in the hospital. Uh, maybe you have a neighbor or a friend or uh, someone you used to talk to more. Send them a text right now. See if they have uh, some time to talk on the phone or, or a video chat. Listen to their story. Offer uh, to pray with them over the phone. You know, especially as we wrap our minds around the proportions of this crisis, we think that anything we try to do is going to end up being insignificant. This is just such a huge problem. What could we possibly contribute to help? Uh, and on our own, that's true. But with God, what we do can change things. God answers prayers, and, and we can, in fact, help people when we pray with them. Those aren't a hollow words that we speak. Sometimes when we are on the phone, we may learn about physical needs, too. You know, I know our hospital is asking the community uh, to sew masks. You may hear uh, that their, their shift overlaps the limited hours. The grocery stores are open. You may be able to help their family and, and have a, a young person in the church minister in that way. Um, you might be able to video call their kids, keep them entertained for an hour uh, so the parents can have some peace and quiet, spend some time together. Uh, those physical needs, they may come up. But even if they don't, realize that true ministry is never about offering those physical things. It's about offering not physical bread, but the bread of life. In John chapter 6, after Jesus had fed the crowds, uh, they came looking for more, but Jesus knew they needed something greater than a meal. He said, our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So yes, healthcare workers, they perhaps desperately need masks and gloves and gowns and tests in places, but even more, they need that bread of life. They need 
Jesus, just like all the the rest of us, just like their patients, um, just like everyone. Romans 12 gives us some great advice on how we can give that to them. Uh, it gives some, some advice for all Christians in all situations, but um, I like how they apply here. Paul writes, let love be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need, practice hospitality, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Read through each part of that passage today. Uh, maybe take each section uh, and separate separate it out to a, a day each week or each day next week uh, and start to apply it today, right now, but also a, as we move forward. Love healthcare workers. Cling to what is good and help them do the same. Be devoted to them in love. Honor them above yourself. Share your zeal with them. Give them hope and joy. Be patient with them, even as we're all afflicted in this crisis. Remain faithful to them in prayer. Share what you have. Open up your life to them. Maybe we can't open up our homes and show that kind of hospitality right now, but we can give them a call. We can video chat with them. Bless them, even if they don't bless you back. And rejoice with them when they rejoice and mourn with them when they mourn. You remember, the whole world is focused on the physical health of healthcare workers right now. But you may be the only person who calls them to check on their spiritual health. Don't underestimate the importance of that. Now, before we finish today, I, I want to take advantage of this spot uh, and pray for the people in this building behind us. So let's pray. Dearly Father, I want to start by thanking you for your ever-present provision. And that while the, the first models of this pandemic were so dire, uh, we're so grateful that many lives have been saved. And, and we pray that will continue. We ask you to be with the doctors and nurses and everyone else, the staff and the administration that's working in this building who are working long and hard hours to keep us healthy. Give them strength and wisdom and courage to continue this fight. Be with their families, their spouses and their kids, their parents, all their loved ones. Uh, encourage their families with the knowledge that they are, are serving and ministering and helping so many people. We pray that this virus will uh, not spread into their homes, and that the people working here will remain healthy. We pray that you will be gracious to the lonely, the many who are separated from loved ones. We praise you because we know that through Christ, no matter how isolated we feel or are, nothing can separate us from you. Heal the sick here and around the world. Help us through this crisis. Give each of us the wisdom we need to navigate these uncertain times. And finally, Father, we pray that you will use us and open up doors of opportunity that we can minister to the patients and staff uh, in clinics and hospitals like this one, and that most of all, they will lean on you and be healed of the sickness of sin. And we pray all these things in your son's name. Amen.